Big decisions. The Bloomberg Quint podcast that helps you make the right financial choices. Hello, and thanks for tuning in. You're listening to BQ Big Decisions with me, Alex Matthew. Now, a lot of us have grown up thinking of debt as a bad thing. We'd even hesitate to borrow money from our friends or neighbors. No wonder then that credit cards are not as pervasive here as they are in the United States of America. But it isn't like we haven't ever taken credit, right? Every time we've gone to the local Kirana and not had change, we've ended up buying things on credit. We don't really think about it because we usually insist on paying the nice shopkeeper back as soon as we possibly can. So should credit cards be viewed with so much suspicion and wariness? Can they be used as an effective tool to manage your household finances? And if you do end up using credit cards, what are the pitfalls that you need to avoid? To talk about all of this and to give you a few tips and tricks, I'm joined by Karthik Javeri, Director at Transcend Consulting. Thanks so much for joining me, Karthik. My pleasure. Now, let's get to the crux of the matter, Karthik. According to you, should credit cards, plain and simple, be called a short-term loan? Uh, okay, so since you want to put words in my mouth, <laughs> yes, it is a short-term loan, but but that but is very important but this is a short term loan that you are deliberately taking okay because of convenience okay because you don't want to carry a wad of cash in your purse mm-hmm. because it's quick it's neat it's efficient it helps you do so much it helps you do uh, an- analyze where are you spending how are you spending so um, at the onset, I personally have a portfolio of credit cards, and wow. which is why, I mean, that's what I even advise people. It's a great, great convenient mechanism of how you actually spend your money. So I think it's one of the smartest things to have happened. Hmm. Um, you couldn't have a better use of plastic. I, the number one best use of plastic is that they figured out how to make a card out of plastic hmm. and which was money. Okay. I like the way that you put it. And uh, right at the onset now, I can sense that you're a big proponent of using credit cards, but using them wisely, I'm sure. Absolutely. So let's, let's, let's talk about the instrument that is the credit card. How is it used for the uninitiated? Because I'm sure that a lot of people have questions uh, about how it is used. So on a very basic level, let's say you go to a shop and you have to pay. Right now, most shopkeepers are not going to give you a credit, right. except your local Kirana store, maybe. Sure. You know, and that also you have to clear off weekly or monthly or whatever sure. it is. Now, think about it. Uh, if you wanted to buy, let's say, a pair of apparel, some mm. clothes, you mm. know, some shirt and some trousers, mm. you go to a shop. You have no choice because you cannot do electronic transfer. You cannot do all that complicated mechanism standing there and there. Therefore, you have to pay them cash. Yes. So now, that means you have to carry cash. And cash in your pocket can be stolen. Cash in your pocket could be misused. It mm. could fall down. You could lose your wallet. There's so many things that mm. can happen, right? But a card is so simple. Put mm. a card, swipe it in, and you're done. But my point there is that now you have several other modes of digital payment. You have a debit card. You have uh, uh, now UPI that's coming up in a big way. Uh, Google Pay. You have Paytm. Uh, 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 you got lots of them. Yeah. And I'm glad you mentioned it. So there is a fundamental difference between all of these payments and credit cards on the other side. Okay. The credit card means you are starting at zero level and you are building it up, which means 
you're not immediately paying. Now, whether right. it's a debit card or a UPI or any other mechanism of payment, it's linked to your bank account. Hmm. You have to have money in your bank account to be able to spend. Okay. And the bank account balance is going down. Right. And your credit card, as you spend, the balance to be paid back to the company is going up, up right. to the limit of your credit card. But that's not eating into your balances just yet. Just yet, yes. But so then it is very important to bear in mind what that limit is and how much you're consuming, right? Absolutely. So the way I look at credit cards, it's a convenience mechanism. Sure. I could carry 500 rupees in my pocket and go around happily shopping, even on a holiday if I wanted to, Mm. knowing very well that, you know, all the merchants that I will visit will accept a card. Mm. And then you go and spend on that. It's convenient, right? Mm -hmm. And when the due date for the card arrives, so for all the people who don't understand how a card works, so it's a facility. You carry a card in your pocket. Mm -hmm. Whatever you want to spend, you swipe on it up to the limit. So card limits could be 30,000, 40,000, maybe even 2 lakhs and 5 lakhs, depending on your financial status Mm -hmm. and how the bank has issued you the card, right? Now, based on that, you go ahead and you spend. So there is a due date. So every month there will be a cutoff date. Hmm. That's known as the statement date. Hmm. On that date, the card company will look at all the expenses that you've made. Let's for simplicity say the date is the 10th of every month. Sure. So 10th of every month, your statement is generated Hmm. and they normally give you 15 to 20 days, 20 days normally, Hmm. which means by the 30th or 31st in our example, Hmm. you have to make good the payment. Sure. So A, you don't overspend. It's not a license to go around spending when you are, cannot afford it. Mm. So you have to know that when you're spending it, you've got money by the end of the month or mm. whenever your due date appears, mm. that you will clear the payment in full. So, so we'll get to the, yes. the, uh, the good things to do and the things that you must avoid. But very clearly, there is a due date. There is a date when the statement for all the usage that you've put the card to is generated. Assume that comes to what 30,000 based on the kind of spending that you have. Uh, you have to pay the full amount by uh, the 20 days that are provided or can you pay a certain amount and then carry the rest forward? Now understand this. You have the option of paying a minimum 5%. Right. Right. But that's a very, very costly option. Never do that. Because okay. then it can be like a whirlpool and you can get sucked into real, real loan. Remember at the beginning, we said it's a deliberate loan that I've taken mm. because I didn't want to carry cash in my pocket. So I've gone and spent. My statement is generated. Mm. It tells me that you need to pay this 30000 or 40000 or 5000 whatever I've spent. Mm. By the due date, I should clear it in full because if you don't clear it, mm. then from the date on which you have spent, the card company is charging you 3%, at least 3% interest per month, okay. and which works out to 36 to 40% at the end of the year, mm. which is an insanely expensive loan. And the so more you roll forward, the more you're going to the pay. The more it accumulates. Interest. So yeah. the card company will obviously on your statement do a marketing thing and tell you, you can just pay the minimum due, which is 5%, but mm. don't ever do that. Pay it in full. Mm. Enjoy the facility of living cashless, mm. but whenever your due date is there, in fact, you do it five days before the due date sure. so that you're sure that Saturdays, Sundays, public holidays, etc., are all covered. Mm. And you should get an SMS saying that the card company has received your payment. Sure. Because remember, there's nobody who's doing manual intervention. Mm. The computer is looking at it. The moment the clock strikes 12, you will be charged interest if you are even one day late. Okay, so so very clearly avoid the payment. I was going to come to this because if there's the the convenience factor and why it makes sense for you, uh, if you miss the payment or if you do a part payment, that's where the company is earning its money. 
right? not only that every there's time transaction fees as well yeah so so what happens is this every time you swipe your card the merchant let's for example take a name let's say marks and spencer sure. so you've gone there you spend something hmm. now let's say you bought apparel worth 10000 rupees sure now marks and spencer may not charge you extra hmm. but from the 10000 that you have swiped on your card marks will get about 2% or 1.5 to somewhere 1.5 lesser mm. that's the transaction fee that they are paying the card company and to visa mastercard amex whatever the case may be sure. so there is a charge but not to you mm. however if you went to buy a jewelry or petrol mm. uh, you know these things the margin is too tiny mm. too, it's a mm. wafer thin margin mm. so these merchants will upfront tell you that we will charge you an additional 1% or 1.5% for this facility for this convenience but what the hell take it in your stride okay fair enough let's talk about um, now we've already talked about the minimum payment uh, from the perspective now of good financial management it comes down to managing your finances for your household and it really comes down to whether or not you can manage deadlines right because it comes down boils down to managing deadlines from what you've said avoiding the late payment uh, ensuring that you pay well in advance how do you manage uh using a credit card for the good of your household with regard to managing your finances so alex there are two questions there question one is uh how do we manage expenses per se sure. and second is how do we manage deadlines so i'll answer each one of those separately now how do you manage expenses so like i mentioned earlier uh, in this show that i have a portfolio of cards that i use okay okay now one card could be for company if i have two companies now i'm self employed so i have maybe three companies so i have one card for each company okay 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 i might have uh, two or three cards for personal expenditure now my personal expenditure i would distribute entertainment on one card and i would have utilities on another card mm-hmm. for example it just helps me track everything and make things nicer simpler plus i have the facility of a card so all the banks are happy that i'm using their card sure. and of course they're giving me some rewards about it and mm-hmm. which we'll talk later but this is how i distribute expenses are they all on the same deadline day as in the no they are at multiple deadline days now i'll tell you how to do that mm. so when you have multiple cards and like i said a portfolio of cards mm. try and get it from the from one or two banks right. where you have your savings account mm. because most people give you this facility of linking your credit card with your savings account sure. so on the due date most of the times i'm not worried about paying all i have to ensure is that there is balance in the account mm. and on the due date or a day before that it will automatically get debited so i don't have to worry about running and stress about the payment even it's if a facility a, that you have to choose though it's a facility you have to choose and on your website and you through your mobile app or through the website of the bank you just link it and it's sure. already there because sure. these days they are very smart they give you one customer id and everything's under there yeah. now if you are into a different bank mm. also mm. you can also set up a direct debit facility okay. so you can do that some banks will offer it some banks don't but the mm. ones who don't offer it there you have to remember to pay your credit card bill on time before the due date so what you're saying is you can have multiple cards yes. and you can actually and you should you should you saying that you should have multiple cards you should identify different uses to put those cards and you should ideally put different dates or settlement dates on those cards so that you have that extra buffer is that what you're saying uh no i don't think i would worry so much about the buffer because uh, it depends now what you are doing so now if you have business expenses or you know some companies also give cards to their employees mm. saying that go ahead and spend on this thing mm. whatever has been approved for you so mm. the company does not have to do settlement and they can just settle the card company and it's done sure so there are all these facilities available don't worry so much about the deadline if mm. you're like a stickler for 
perfection to that level then you can always call up the bank and tell them that please make this as my statement date so all your statements are getting generated on the same so, day but you i'm can, curious about that. i'm curious about what you meant by you, you, you when when you said did you have multiple uh, statement dates and how do you manage that then it because it obviously means that your cash uh, outflow is split over a, a couple of weeks right uh, yes and no yes it is split but also for me i'm paying from different accounts so okay. the business is getting paid from the business account uh, then uh, personal expenses is getting paid from the personal account then i have an account for entertainment and all of that so that gets paid from there <laughs> and most of it is auto linked okay okay my L- premiums for insurance or whether it is my electricity bill gas bill um, you know mobile phone bills etc everything is linked on the card okay it's automatically generated by the vendor the card company pays it automatically and my bank account automatically pays the card company so okay. it's all on auto mode so it's it's all automated and you suggest that all your payments as far as possible do it should be made on card yes it's good idea to do that because by not using your savings account balance you are actually earning interest there also hmm. and and you just have to make one payment so you are earning that additional interest in your savings bank or if you've linked it to a fixed deposit you are again making some money there as well <laughs> <laughs> and the credit card company itself is giving you almost like 2 months of free money to use okay so so the way this happens is uh, the credit card company after the statement gives you 20 days to pay sure now assuming that after your statement got generated hmm. if you spent just one day before if you made a purchase then you have only 20 days to repay that but if you spend something one day after your credit uh, cycle hmm. then that bill will come into the next month's billing ah, cycle right. and then you will still have another 20 days so in all you will have about 50 days hmm. to make those payments and in the interim the money is not really getting spent from your account it's yes, sitting in your bank it's sitting account. in my savings account maybe it's linked to a fixed deposit with my savings account maybe it's already in some investment if i made a high value purchase sure. and i'm earning interest and i'm earning money there hmm. and i'm using money technically for free for about a month month and a half hmm. most of the times hmm. so let us say in a month if i'm spending 40000 rupees on a on the card for hmm. all my house um, groceries all my electricity bill this that everything hmm. then actually i have earned interest on that 40000 for two months and i make sure that i pay the bill in, bill in full whenever it's generated so there that's why uh, so that way it's a great great benefit to have hmm. and uh, you make a little bit of extra cash <laughs> All right, Karthik. So we've talked about the advantages to owning a credit card, but those aren't the only advantages, right? Because the card companies, when they call you and say you should take a credit card, they talk about movie tickets, they talk about various other facilities that you get. Uh, should those be the determining factor to getting a credit card? Uh, yes and no. Some of the card companies give you some great benefits. but then also there is a fee associated with these cards most of the times i recommend for most people enjoy the free cards that you have mm. however convenience of course like we've been talking about so far plus the little extra money that you'll earn through not spending earlier in the day mm. that's a great advantage but in addition to that every time you spend you see what's happening is you get some loyalty points now these yeah. points are very very interesting because at the end of it across all your expenditures even if you didn't do anything hmm. you will have enough points to get yourself 5 10 15000 worth of amazon vouchers or anything else that you want to <laughs> so it's it's going to be self some monetary value by just spending it hmm. electricity bill you have to spend on it there's yeah. no choice telephone bills gas bills you have to spend yeah. right 
and all of these will translate into points for so you so you may as well get so the reward so you may as well uh, you know get the reward in addition to that uh, like you mentioned movie tickets a lot of them come out with fancy offers you know you you say who doesn't go for a movie these days yeah. right but if you could save 30% 50% on movie tickets wow you know it's like a great idea shopping places give you discounts you get cashbacks whether you're mm. buying alcohol you're buying a mobile phone mm. you can get cashbacks mm. so these kind of promotions are galore all mm. over the place sure. so these things are important certain cards like american express which are paid cards the higher versions of mm. that also give you benefits of golf courses concierge services travel services etc sure. etc et sure. the list is endless sure. but in a sense for most of our viewers you know guys i think it's a fantastic idea go get yourself a card okay <laughs> very quickly i want to ask kartik uh, a, a couple of last questions from my side is that you mentioned that you should ideally have uh, at least one card if not more cards right. but it's not always as simple as that right getting multiple cards uh, it depends on your income levels also so of course it, they will ask you for your income proof and things like that but normally if you get one card you get good credit history the other card company is more than willing to give you another card and then it continues so you get one and two and three sometimes they give you card plus they give you add on cards for your family mm. the the more you use it and the more you pay on time and you're a good paymaster that mm. means you are a five star customer for that uh, mm. card company mm. they'll be more than happy to give you other versions etc and this all counts towards generating a good credit score as well right later in life well if you miss something then your credit score is altered adversely ah. it goes down ah. Ah. but as long as you're doing everything regularly and normally uh, it does not it does not up your score <laughs> Okay fair enough okay i get that all right so be be aware and that that actually brings me to the last question which is what are the pitfalls that you need to avoid karting and that's a very important question i think absolutely yeah. when it says due date is 23rd of this month come hell or high the bank should have or the card company should have your payment by 21st basically two or three days working days before your due date mm. So even if you miss it once hmm. there is late payment there is GST on late payment there is penalties interest and before you know it'll all balloon into a big packet that you'll have to pay and then you can actually get into a cash flow trap right. uh, with with clearing debts and people actually get wiped off especially hmm. people who are earning let's say less than 4 5 lakhs and they go on a big vacation and they spend money so you can actually get into a serious trap mm. do not misuse this facility mm. it's not a license to spend money that you don't already have or that money that you can't afford sure. so don't overspend spend only what you know you can afford and and never uh, push a payment forward right Absolutely. always clear pay the bill in full always even if you're setting a auto debit they give you this option how much to pay 5% 10% 20% say mm. 100% mm. and pay it off mm. okay any other points that you want to make with regard to pitfalls not so much in that sense but don't be so wary about it go get yourself thing pay on time and uh, if you can't really manage these cycles and things like that well keep a reminder alarm in your phone and things like sure. that basically i just want you to pay on time and enjoy using a credit card all right all right kartik that's been a, it's been a fantastic conversation i think uh, a lot of our listeners who been on the fence shall we say about getting a credit card uh, perhaps might have gotten convinced about the benefits of using them i hope so and thank you so much for joining us on this conversation kartik to you dear listener thank you so much for listening in to this conversation if you liked what was said uh, by kartik if you agree with what he said you do let us know if you don't tell us why uh, you can write in the comment section uh, and uh, give us feedback it's always welcome thanks so much for listening this is bloomberg quint if you enjoyed big decisions check out some other podcasts on the ivm podcast network you can check out paisa vaisa hosted by anupam gupta 
Advertising is Dead, hosted by Varun Dugirala. The Ronnie Screwwala podcast, hosted by Ronnie Screwwala, or Cyrus Says, hosted by Cyrus Procha. These shows are available on the IBM Podcast website, app, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Filter coffee is a fascinating beverage. You need to pick the right beans, blend them in the right proportion, roast them to perfection, and slow brew at the right temperature to get the perfect cup. Which is exactly like great conversations as well. You need to track down the most interesting minds, get them into their zone, and settle down for an unhurried, unscripted chat. And coffee for me is always, always, always best enjoyed with friends. I'm Karthik Nagarajan, and do share my table as I meet some of the most interesting people I know and sit them down for a strong cup of coffee and an even stronger conversation. Join me every Wednesday for a freshly brewed episode. This is not frappe. This is the Filter Coffee Podcast. Sachin Tendulkar, Virat Kohli, Don Bradman, and now Cyrus Brocha. Okay, probably not in the right company. I mean, Don Bradman is Australian. But it's called Cyrus Says. A wonderful show about everything. Find the show on the IVM Podcast app, ivmpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Cyrus Says is brought to you by Storytel. Keep in mind that if you go through storytell.com slash IVM, you get a 30-day free trial as against a 14-day free trial on the link. All right? It's very simple. All you got to do is log on to storytell.com slash IVM. Millions and millions and millions of stories, many written by me. 